0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the You Have the Power To podcast. My name is Melinda Van Fleet, and I'm a certified next level life and business coach, mentor, a high 7 d practitioner, business consultant, owner of Good Karma Sport Fishing with my husband, Ryan, freelance writer, speaker, and best-selling author. I see people for who they are, where they are, and help them with where they wish to go. The You Have the Power To Podcast is a thought-provoking and transparent weekly podcast that delves into relationships with yourself and others in business and life. My intention is to help you up-level your mindset, confidence, mental health, wealth, money, spirituality, and success. Because you know what? We all have the power too. Thanks in advance for listening. Now... Hi everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the You Have the Power To podcast. I am so excited you decided to join me. Thank you so much. We are going to dive right in and talk about happiness. Yes, something that everyone would like, right? More happiness in their life, more joy, more peace. And one of those aspects in happiness is people-pleasing. And I wanted to share something that I had alluded to in a post on Instagram and Facebook and on LinkedIn last week, let me think, last week, because it had to do with an article I wrote for the Upper Keys Weekly. If you don't know, I'm a freelance writer with the Upper Keys Weekly, and it's been three years. Oh my gosh, I started in Feb 2020, and I started first writing for the paper as a columnist writing confidence columns. And then in August of 2021, Jim McCarthy, the editor, super great guy, he asked me if I would shift to writing interview articles. And I thought that sounded really cool. I have a large database of connections here in the Keys. So it was um, just really an honor and, and a pleasure that I was able to shift to write interview articles. So I've had this huge journey as a freelance writer in regards to happiness and people-pleasing and then also to understanding what the universe responds to. So I thought I would share this story and this journey on this podcast today in hopes that it is relatable to you in Gosh, there's several aspects I'm going to cover, right? So it could be in one aspect or another aspect. And I really hope that it helps you on your journey to find some peace and happiness in your life because we all have the power to be happy, right? We all have this power to be happy. And often we are just running on autopilot and not practicing conscious awareness to shift. So this was my journey. And here we go. I'm going to share it. So when Jim asked me to write the interview articles, again, I was super excited. I write the interview articles in one of two ways. The first way is with my voice. So all of my interviews, I use a voice recorder And this was something I had decided to do. It doesn't seem to be um, typical with every single writer I've ever met. Everyone kind of has their own style. But for me, it works the best. And I just have like a conversation. I have maybe a couple of things I know I can ask in in my head, like pre-planned. But I really just go with the flow and have a conversation with people. I'm a really good listener. So it's very easy for me to have um, these conversations and I record them. So the first way is in my own voice with a lot of quotes from the person I'm interviewing. And then I can easily like add the context to the story in the article. The second way is a format that Jim, my editor, had asked me to use once in a while. And it's called In Their Own Words. And what this looks like is it looks like it's really just kind of them maybe filling out questions or... Um, You know, it's just truly their voice and it's actually, believe it or not, more challenging to do that because I'm really acting as a ghostwriter because when people talk, they don't speak in perfect, um, in a perfect way where you can just transcribe that to an article. We're all, you know, just randomly talking. We say a lot of so's and um's, especially if you're not, you know, someone who's been speaking... And you have to really go through it and make sure it translates to a written article. And in that, I also have to make sure I'm still in their voice. So it's actually a little more challenging. And most people don't, don't know that. And I decide between the two really based on using my intuition, number one. And then number two, if the person ended up... This is the best way I could put it, talking a lot, and I don't know a, a lot about their field. So if it's someone that has a business model that I'm just not really that familiar with, um, it's just the easiest way is to make it in that style, if that makes any sense. So <laughs> what happened was in the fall of 2021, when I started this, And I realized how much love and time I was putting into each article and really combing through the word choices, really making sure I captured their voice if it wasn't the one, um, really making sure that they I put them in the best light possible. Because let me tell you, sometimes people say things in an interview that you kind of look back and you're like, you know what, are they going to be happy they said that in like a year? Are they going to be happy they said that in five years? (laughs) So I protect people from that versus other reporters that would like use that to, you know, grab a headline. I actually protect the person and make sure they know, are they going to be happy with this in five years? So what ended up happening in the fall of 2021 is in general, I'd say nine times out of 10, I had a really great response and a lot of gratitude and appreciation from the person I wrote the article about. But once in a while, I didn't. Once in a while, someone would be really excited, like, when is the article coming out? When's the article coming out? And I would tell them it came out, and I'm like, go to the red box, and there would be crickets. And I'd be like, do you like it? Do you not like it? It would be like just crickets. So self-led in the early part of 2022 I had to really get grounded to this because, quite frankly, it was a trigger. I was like, you know, I'm writing these articles and I'm spending all this time and yeah, I get paid, but it's not like I'm making millions, right? And I was like, you know, do they care? Do they appreciate it? And I had to really sit with myself and do some deep work. And I really came to the conclusion of, you know what? I need to do this for me. I I'm writing these articles because it makes me happy to showcase the person. It's my personal choice about how much time I spend, and I know that I'm doing a great job. Like, I know I am. I read my articles, and I'm happy, and I know I go back through them, and I read them so many times to make sure the person is showcased in the best light possible, And if there's something about the article that triggers the person and they just don't appreciate it, or maybe they're just not people that are really appreciative, there are lots of people out there like that, then I just have to move on and know that I am really proud of the work I did and I'm happy. I'm good. I'm good. So me first, me first. And then, of course, I want the person to be happy and of course I want their business to be successful, but that's actually second now. And let me tell you, when I did that shift to make myself happy first, it was like this huge weight came off my shoulders. And I also realized that, you know what, that's how the universe responds, people. The universe responds to you and how you feel and how you are vibrating. What is your frequency? What is your frequency of happiness? So if you're basing your happiness on someone else being happy, then that upsets your frequency and your vibration. Think about it. It's just true. It's how it works. Like if you're listening to Abraham Hicks or anyone else out there, think about it. Like use this story as context of like, oh gosh, you're right. I need to be happy first and then everything else will follow. And if you're someone who is a people pleaser, you're going to know that, you know, sometimes not Everyone is happy with everything you do. So once I shifted that just that little bit, it changed everything. And when I create a post, it's for me. If I tag someone and they don't respond, that's okay. It was my personal choice to tag them to give them credit. If they're hiding or they're in fear or they're maybe just don't see it, you know, who knows? Who cares? Really, think about it social media. Like, that's okay, too. Like, I tag them because I want to give them credit, and I want to showcase their business. And again, if, if they don't respond, that's okay. It's no longer a trigger because I shifted everything to be for me. And it was truly life-changing, I've had many articles since then because I do write a lot of articles. I actually got my my uh, form from the weekly. I was like, oh, I made that much money? Oh, wow, that's awesome. So I really was like, wrote a lot of articles. And, you know, occasionally it happens, especially if someone doesn't like one of the formats. They make a comment sometimes and you're like, oh, gosh. But you know what? I know that I did a really great job with that article. And that's just them for whatever reason. Things happen. I also have to give a really big shout out to fellow writer and really good friend Charlotte because over the summer then, so in the summer of 2022, actually it was probably in the fall, it was quite a bit, she and I ended up talking about this and she said that yes, it happens. It definitely happens where someone who reads the article and you thought it was the best article ever and you're so proud of it and you're so excited They just didn't like one word or like one sentence or something just set them off and they just don't like it. Like she goes, it's totally normal. So I was like, thank you so much for validating that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The other aspect that I want to talk about within people pleasing, which I think is really important, and this is also something that I had a journey on is, you know, social media puts this programming into our heads let's face it. So if you listen to something about people-pleasing and all these people-pleasing type things, you can definitely be led down this path that people-pleasing is a quote-unquote bad way to be. And that happened to me. So as I've mentioned before, I am almost 52 and a lot of my intuition and my gifts and all of that I realized before the internet, right? So then the internet comes out, and I had never heard of the word people pleasing. Like I, like just one of those words that like you know the internet made even more popular. And I ended up having a um, preconceived notion, or how should I put it, like um, some thoughts and judgment around the word people pleasing. I thought it was actually a quote unquote bad word. So I remember having a conversation with someone, and I wish I could remember who it was, but this person, it was a woman, and I think it was just a conversation. She, This was quite some time ago. She went on and on with me that she was a people pleaser and really happy with that. She loved being a people pleaser and made her happy. And I can say that at that point in my life, because it was several years ago, I was probably in a stage of, I don't want to say arguing, but you know when you debate something back and forth and you're you're not going to win, like I don't know why anyone debates anything, honestly, you're not going to win, and she was like, no, I, I am a people pleaser, I love being a people pleaser, and I was like, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I guess, whatever, and ended the conversation. But the conversation really made me think that not all people-pleasing is bad because, honestly, if you're happy being a people-pleaser, if you're truly happy being a people-pleaser in your soul, then that's okay. Like, why should we listen to social media and all these coaches telling you you have to shift from being a people-pleaser? Like, if you're a people-pleaser and you like making people happy because it makes you happy and you don't care what the outcome is then that's okay too. So I guess that conversation, even though it was kind of a debate now that I sit here and think about it, ended up like in a positive note because it really resonated with me in terms of shifting some awareness that I had around that topic and really stuck with me all these years later. I'm talking about it now, right? <laughs> so it's really kind of interesting. So I'm just asking you to have some awareness around how are you feeling when you are doing something that technically might be for the other person. And if it's something that you have to do, let's say for your job, like me, writing is a job, a job I love to do. So I don't think of it as like an old fashioned J-O-B. But, you know, it is something that I do for some income, then how do you feel about it? And if it is kind of like a people pleasing mode, and it triggers you when someone isn't appreciative then do it for yourself (laughs) just do it for yourself think of it like going to a party and you spent all this time making this cake and you bought all these special organic ingredients and you found fancy sprinkles online and they cost a fortune and they're so pretty and so fancy and you took all this time to make this cake and you're so proud of it and you go to this party and people eat the cake but no one like oohs and ahs over your cake, right? They're just talking and drinking and they're like, yeah, piece of cake, okay, thanks. And they're not really like, oh wow, this is the best cake ever, this is amazing cake, this is so beautiful. And at the end of the day, you have to just be damn proud that you made that cake. Be proud that you made that cake, be happy that you made that cake, be happy that you could share that cake with other people. Whether or not they really appreciated it, they may come back like in a year or so later and be like, hey, Linda, what was that cake recipe? It was really awesome. I can't stop thinking about it and I'd like to make it for a party and they'll totally surprise you. I promise. So I hope you liked this episode. This was super fun to record. This is such an amazing journey I had during the course of uh, 2021 through last year and I I haven't shared it yet. So this is a I think something that really was one of my, when I hindsighted 2022, this was a huge, a huge deal for me that I had this awareness in the early part of 2022 And I carried it forward throughout the whole year because, yeah, there were some people that I was actually kind of surprised, (laughs) didn't appreciate the articles I wrote, and some other people that completely blew my mind with appreciation. I'll give this a shout out, even though I know they don't listen to podcasts, but I just think it's such a great example, and I'm going to end on this, that Skip and Lisa Bradeen, here in the Keys, and let's put it this, they're like in almost like a retirement mode. Skip still works a little bit and Lisa volunteers and um, does weddings. But for the most part, and th- th- this is why I'm sharing this because of the context, you know, they're not 30. They're not trying to like hustle and build a business, right? So I wrote this article about them. It was my idea. Jim accepted the pitch. It was an amazing article and she blew my socks off by texting me a couple weeks after the article was published and said she Picked up a hundred papers and mailed them all over the United States to her friends and family and clients so they could read the article. And that blew my socks off. Like I was like, that is so freaking cool. So the reason why I'm sharing that is because that gratitude and appreciation emanates within them. So here they are. They don't need to do that. That's why I'm sharing their like semi-retirement stage. They don't need to do that. They're not hustling, trying to build a business. They did that because they loved the article, they appreciated it, and they wanted to share it. So think about how you can share something in your life with others to bring them some happiness too. So thank you so much for listening. And remember, you have the power to shift as well. Please connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram if you're interested in private one-on-one coaching please email me at melinda at melindavanfleet.com in a high E 70 session or a beyond basic business audit. And all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.